I'm Little Possum. You are listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it. Want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232. We say thank you. We say thank you for all you are. We say thank you. We say thank you for loving us. For drawing us 
Rushing to get on the air um, just a bit before I was going through the ritual of what I do before I get on the air, my son called. And, you know, it's so cool. You know, when you get the age of, of Claudia and me, um, to have your kids love talking with you. They're out on, a, it's it's the uh, grandbabies, they're their kids, our grandbabies through through Patrick and Erica. Um, I guess back in Texas, it's the spring break, and so they take their their trailer, we've called Emily, and they went up to the Ozarks, which is some place that when I was young, uh, I mean their kids' age, our grandbabies' age. Uh, we used to go up there all the time. My great-grandparents lived up there, Mom, uh, mom's grandparents. And we'd go up there, and I mean, it, was, it was great to spend vacations up there. Springfield uh, area, and uh, not quite Springfield, Rockaway Beach. Um, and then spend time in the Ozarks, Old Matt's Cabin. And, and of course, um, oh, what's it called? Uh... Bran- Branson. I was just a little bitty town when we, it wasn't what it is today. Um, it was just a little stop on on the roadway. But it was so it was it was a, a restful time, peaceful time. We would go out into the streams, clear water, but it would be going over the rocks there, and trout would be swimming up there. We try to catch it with our hands. Um, cold water coming out of the Ozarks. Uh, just such a beautiful time we, we would spend. I, I remember it, it was um, a great time for, for kids, and my parents tried to do, you know, everything for their kids. And um, that's where Pat and Erica and the grandbabies are. They're driving through there, spent time in Springfield, which we used to do with our kids, uh, our babies, Patrick and, and Mindy and Mandy, um, but they actually, Pat and Erica and, and our grandbabies, uh, went on up to St. Louis, and they were telling us about the building they went to that uh, it had, it was just a total building of iron kind of like rebar but it was smoother uh i mean kids play area seven stories or so tall and slides and 
Uh, they just quit, can't, couldn't quit talking about it. And he sent me about four pictures so I could see what was going on. Incredible. Um, but I spent about 25 minutes on the phone with, with them, which is the coolest thing. They couldn't quit talking. Your son couldn't quit talking with his dad and you'd hear the kids in the background chiming in about the time they had and Erica was excited and she was talking I'm Grampy and that they would want to take you know Grammy and Grampy on their trip with them at least by phone it's really an honor I mean there's so many people that have uh, fractured relationships with their kids just say you're sorry you know wh whether it was your fault or not it's not worth it it's just not worth it parents it's time to keep your mouth shut They're, they are old enough to make their own decisions and um, if it's not a decision you would make pray about it um, was thinking quite a bit over the last several hours of, of, about um, the little things that if I would have done one thing differently how different my life would have turned out but this is how where God has led me and uh, oh I, I, I grew up stupid oh believe me I was a hopeless romantic um, and the the girlfriends you had you just knew you were gonna spend the rest of your life with uh, didn't end up end up that way and um, little things that you may have done or big things you may have done um, could have altered your life forever and it would look nothing like it is today I wouldn't be here with you Claudia wouldn't be here Claudia would be with somebody else And I look back on that thinking of all the decisions. How God kept me out of certain situations. It wasn't me, I'm telling you, it was God. God chose the right person, the right mate for me. I look at the other women, uh, good women, great girls at the, at the time. Um, some I broke up with, others broke up with me. I think, you know, high school is a, was a very volatile time. 
And I'm so thankful that, that God preserved me for Claudia and Claudia for me. Decisions she could have made. You know, just one little decision different. And our total lives. Not necessarily a tragedy, but different. Who knew that I would be on the air like this and have time with you? Who knew? I didn't. I had no clue. And you look back on these times, and I, I can't even tell you the amount of times that I have thanked God for Claudia. Thanked God for the choices that, that he made in my life. And you look back, and it, it, it could have only been God making that choice. The way things fit together. I, one thing, I'm, I'm, where did my shyness come from? It must have been my mother because she, she was, until she got quote-unquote liberated in the later years of her life, and instead of Martha, she renamed herself Marty. And I'm telling you, that name fit, I did not know that woman. Who is that woman? It's like my father had been remarried to somebody else. I had no clue who it was. And, and luckily it was after I had left home and, and uh, gone to college, gone to graduate school. And after, you know, Claudia and I were married, that she became Marty. And I'm, I'm happy for her because mom was always very shy, very reserved, back in the background. She had a big nervous breakdown in uh, when us kids were young. I mean, Kirk must have been a little baby, maybe not even born yet. Um, I'm about four years older than Kirk. And it was not a happy time. Even choices way back then, how things could have changed. You know, I know some people say, well, Pat, you, you seem to think that there's a demon behind every bush and God is, is uh, directing traffic and, and all. Well, demon behind every book, just about. I used to make fun of that. <laughs> People, demon everywhere. <laughs> uh, I didn't know Jesus at that time. Now, with my understanding and the experience that I've been through, yeah, just, just about. But don't fight with demons. They're, they're already defeated. 
it's like those who those in the government and uh, those who who work in the banking industry you know when when they are given classes on um, fake bills they don't they don't study the fake ones they study everything about the true everything about the genuine they don't study the fake at all why study the fake somebody's going to come up with something uh, different this time that you didn't study and it's going to fool you but if you know the true if, if you know that inside and out, what to look for in the true, you're not going to be fooled. Well, the same way with, with Jesus. And, um, you know him, you're not going to be fooled by the other. You don't need to study the, the works of Satan. Be aware. But you don't need to study it. You know. If he doesn't get you this way, He's going to try to get you this other way. If possible, even the very elect will be deceived, Jesus says in the end times. Our choices. And I made some pretty, what I would call, bonehead choices. But it's like God said, no, no, let's, let's get back on the path. And he would kind of gently nudge me where I could make some choices that were good to get back on the path. And all I can say is thank you. If choices even today that, that uh, I, I make some boner choices. I mean, I, I make some, you know, you could pick up a bone and hit me across the head and and it, it's uh, mm. but that gentle nudge it's made me realize I, I don't want anything but him but Jesus and the spirit living in my life communicate with the father That's my heart. And that's what Claudia and I share with you. I don't have any great teachings here. <laughs> I'm, I, I, you know, I'm searching just like you for more and more and more of the Spirit in my life. But it's like the other day I, I told you, it, it's, it's a new concept for me. Well, not new, it's, but I'm learning more and more and more about you run to the Father, not away from. He's not mad. You've made a bad choice. Come on. Now you know what to do and what not to do. You make the bad choice again. Come on. We keep practicing until you get it right. I, I like the song, You're a Good Father, You're a Good, Good Father. I don't ever 
growing up, I don't ever remember my parents taking me in their arms or, or I mean, they were good parents. Don't get me wrong. We always did stuff and, and, but I, I don't ever remember them just hugging me and saying, I love you, son. The later years, yeah. When I was grown, yeah. But even then, I mean later years. But they didn't know. You know, they didn't know. So we want to make sure that <clears throat> my kids and my grandbabies can never say that. You can never say, I love you, too much. Don't let it get just uh, a, a something you do. Think about it when you say it. Because it'll translate to, to whoever you're saying it to. Now, this is not down in discouraged time. This is good times. We, we've learned a lot. And we continue. God, I don't want anything. But just thank you for your mercy and your grace. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. Come to you with a thankful heart. We come to you with a thankful heart. For all you've done and are yet to do. Some say, well, Pat, I, I, I don't have that in my life. I, I, I don't see that God was guiding my life. Wait on the Lord. He'll reveal it to you. You'll be surprised. Honestly, seek Him while we're here together. You watch. We thank you for what you're doing. And you wait. You'll see.
Tonight, Lord, we sing about your love. We sing of when love came down and rescued us, Lord.
Yeah, I just see him as a father coming into every moment where you felt like you needed a father. I know this is a day of celebrating, but for some people it's a, a day of mourning. And I just feel like the Lord wants to bring redemption today in people's stories where they needed a father and maybe you need a father today. And I feel like he's just gonna come and he's just gonna love you. Come on. I feel like we're supposed to do something right now. I feel like all across this place, we need to lift up a huge shout to the Lord. Hold on. We need to shout to God. We need to just thank Him. It's, it's not just a shout. We're not just being shouty to be shouty, because that's just what's cool. Like, we need to lift up a victorious shout that Jesus has defeated death, hell, and the grave. He's alive. He sits at the right hand of the Father. He sent the Holy Spirit to live inside of you and me. That we are no longer orphans. We are sons and daughters of the living God. That Jesus Christ is alive. He's in this place to save, to heal, to restore, to set free, to deliver. He's always with us. He said, I'd never leave you. He said, I'd never forsake you. He's always good. He never changes. Come on. It's who He is. Lift up a shout before the Lord.
Make a declaration and shout. Sometimes in your bedroom alone, in your car, when you're feeling the funk, you know, just make a declaration and shout. Quit sword fighting with the enemy. Quit shadow boxing with the devil. And just lift up a shout and stand. Amen. Ah, oh, come on. Come on. They just wanted to know who was cooperating with me, who was working with me. Telling them was not an option. Simple as that. I prefer to die. Majid Shafei grew up in a prominent Muslim family in Egypt. But even at a young age, he struggled with Islamic beliefs and practices. There was a lot of violence. There was no place for forgiveness. There was no sacrifice. There was no woman rights. There was no minority rights. He was also troubled by the persecution of people in other religions especially when he started making Christian friends in college. I saw how peaceful they are. I saw how forgiving they are. I saw the principles and the values that they have. So I didn't understand why you want to persecute people that they are that peaceful. And I needed to know what truth that these Christians have that I was not even allowed to hear. To get answers, Majid went to his Christian friend, Tamar, who in turn gave him a Bible. And the more that I read, the more that I saw this amazing Lord that came on earth to die for us, for our pain and sins and disease. And I saw all of his sacrifice, all his love. That's when I came to the conclusion, that's when I came to the revolution that that's the God that we should worship. That's the God that I want to follow. Majid committed his life to Jesus Christ. This feeling of freedom, this feeling of liberation, there is nothing like when you know that you are a child of God and you are not a slave. Shortly after, Majid and Tamar formed an underground organization. They used caves to hide their church services and other activities. We built one Bible school, one medical clinic, and we established you know, a newspaper asking from the Egyptian government to give us our rights. The government responded by targeting the organization. One day, Egyptian soldiers discovered one of their caves and opened fire. Majid and Tamar were there. One of the Egyptian officers aimed at me. I didn't see Tamar dead. So the officer shot, and that's when Tamar pushed me on the ground, and he took a bullet, and he died for me. And his last word for me was, uh, continue the fight, never give up. Majid escaped and continued his work. Three months later, Egyptian police forced their way into his home and arrested him. An officer came and he said, I need to know everything about you, who you are, who working with you. 
I told him, I don't know anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what organization. And he told me, you want to play tough? We can play tough together. I told him, tough is my middle name. You don't need to worry about that. Next day, they transferred me to Abu Zabal prison. For the locals, Abu Zabal prison is called hell on earth. Trying to get information, interrogators began systematically torturing Majid. You're underground. You're bleeding from everywhere. You're beaten. There is no even a window in your cell. It's underground. is absolute darkness. Absolute darkness. And the only thing that you can hear is the scream of the other people with you in the other cells. I really thought I, will, I, I would die there. Very few people came out of it alive. Very few people. After two days, Majid feared he would betray his friends. Lying down in a pool of my own blood, this was my prayer. I told him, Lord, I want to thank you for your gift on the cross. I don't regret believing in you. You died for me, and I will live, and I will die for you. However, Lord, you made me out of flesh and blood. You know how weak I am. And my only request to you is to kill me before tomorrow morning. The next day, his captors brought in dogs. Majid braced himself for the attack. There was absolute quiet and calm. So I removed my hand away from my face, just little by little. And that's what I saw. By God, all three dogs sitting around me, none of them moved one single step. The another three dogs came, sit in the same position with one little different. The middle one took a step forward and he licked my face. I got the same message that the officers got, that maybe I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. Somebody else here with me. His interrogator returned the following day. This time, he made him an offer. He said, you tell me the name of your friends. I will release you. I will make you witness in the case. I will release you. He listed everything that any man will desire. I looked at him. I told him, oh, that's, that's a very good deal. I, I will take it. Go get me food and water. And after that, we'll talk together. He said, whatever you like, I will bring it to you. I told him, shish kebab. He went, he bring an Egyptian food. I sat down, I ate. Told me, now you tell me the name of your friends. I told him, listen, we're a big group. Thousands of us. I will not remember all of us. But I can give you the name of our leader. He told me, okay, give me the name of your leader. I told him the name of our leader, Jesus Christ. If you can catch him, catch him. Retaliation was severe. Majid remembers enduring two more days of torture before losing consciousness and later waking up in a hospital. It took him months to recover, only to face charges of treason in Egypt's military court. And I will tell you what I told the judge in this day. If loving Christ and if worshiping him is a crime, I'm guilty as charge, Your Honor. They give me the death penalty. Placed under house arrest, Majid waited for his execution. He was unaware that his organization had planned a rescue. They came uh, with arms. They was able to attack the Egyptian soldiers. They just grabbed me. And that's when we put, put everything in the car, crossed to Alexandria. During this time, the Egyptian police put my pictures in every newspaper, in every magazine, uh, every TV shows. That's when my friends told me, you have to leave the country, you cannot stay any longer. To avoid capture, he made his way east to the port city of Taba. 
There, he took a jet ski and navigated his way past border patrol boats to make it safely to Israel. And I surrendered to the Israeli police. And through Amnesty International and United Nations, I was accepted as a landed political refugee. Eventually, Majid made his way to Canada, where today he leads One Free World International, a human rights organization committed to helping persecuted people worldwide. He's my Lord and my Savior, my best friend. And he walks with me wherever I go. He just walks with me. Once you know that you found him, there is nothing else matter after that. Nothing else.
Under my mind 
His favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children be His favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children be His favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children Children, may His presence go before.
You've been listening to Pat Rutherford and Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. Pat and Claudia would love to hear from you. I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.